Welcome to Wellness Your Way, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks to get physically, emotionally, and mentally healthier in your way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, a Harvard graduate and former management consultant who left the business world behind to follow my passions and help others live their happiest and healthiest lives. Today, I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist and owner of the Lion's Share Wellness, a health coaching company that has helped thousands on their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of just that, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Welcome back to Wellness Your Way. We are here with episode two, and I am so excited that you came back to join us here. Episode one was so much fun to see the release, and thank you so much for all of your comments, all of your ratings and reviews. They really, really help at this point early in the uh, life of the podcast. So please, if you haven't had If you haven't uh, been over to give a rating and review, please go do that. It really, really helps out on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. A rating and review would be amazing. So episode two, we have a lot to cover today. I will review a study comparing rapid weight loss to gradual weight loss and the impact on your body from each of those. I will talk about a product that is key to my own sugar cravings. I will talk about how to eat healthily in restaurants or when ordering takeout, and we'll get to some listener Q&A today. So let's dive in. It's time for health news you can use, which is where I review a recent article or study and tell you about what it means for you and your life. And the study I'll review today is something you probably already know deep down inside, but it is such a great reminder. When I work with my one-to-one clients who have weight loss as part of their goals, I always tell them honestly that they can probably lose weight quicker on a different plan, on a crash diet, a fad diet, whatever, and I want them to know that I do not promote or recommend any of those things, and that working with me, we're going to develop a sustainable, steady, long-term health program for them that will provide steady and consistent weight loss if that's part of their goals, but it's not about dramatic weight loss. And this June study in the British Journal of Nutrition really reminds us of why I do that and why I believe it is the best approach far and above quick, uh, long-term or quick, drastic weight loss programs. So this study that came out in June of 2020 reviewed people who lost weight quickly versus people who lost weight gradually. And those who lost weight gradually lost more fat. So some of what the rapid weight loss group was losing was actually muscle. We don't really lose bone and we don't lose significant water over the long term. So it's really fat or muscle that we're losing. And those who lost weight gradually lost more fat, which is good. We don't want to lose our muscle. We want to keep our muscle. We just want to lose fat um, in general. 
So those who lost weight gradually, they also preserved their RMR. Now, RMR is resting metabolic rate. This is the calories that you burn at rest. So if you're just laying in bed all day, your RMR is how many calories you would burn at rest. So when you hear that people who get um, stuck on yo-yo diets or they lose weight really quickly, you hear that their metabolisms are damaged, that's what this means. Their RMR is lowered because of their drastic weight loss. When you lose weight quickly, you can really damage your metabolism. So gradual, slower weight loss keeps your RMR high and makes it more likely that you'll lose fat. These are two findings from the study that, again, we already knew, but it's so nice to see it scientifically laid out. So gradual weight loss is the key to lose more fat and to not lower your metabolism over the long term. Yay. I will put a link to the study in the show notes if you want to go check that out from the British Journal of Nutrition. All right, next it's time for a product recommendation, and this product is one that is really near and dear to my heart. If you don't know me yet, you might not know that I have a major sweet tooth, and I also don't feel great when I eat a lot of sugar, so I'm constantly looking for things to help me manage my sweet tooth in a healthy, low-sugar way. And I would call it about a year ago, I found Active Stacks Protein, and this has been key for me managing my sugar cravings. So what I do with my active stacks is I make a nightly protein milkshake. I really do have this almost every night and it is a very low calorie, about 130 calories before toppings, high protein, low sugar dessert that I get to enjoy. It tastes amazing. It tastes like, I think, like a Wendy's Frosty, although I haven't had one of those in literally probably 20 years, but it tastes as good as I imagine that tastes. And it fits uh, the bill of things that make me feel great. So I used to do this. I used to make a protein smoothie with all kinds of different protein powders. And honestly, the texture is just not great. Some of the textures of whey protein is better, but for almost everyone, I don't recommend whey protein. Well, when I say better, I mean better than uh, the other ones I was using, not better than Active Stacks. This is the best texture. But for almost everyone, I don't recommend whey protein because it can be inflammatory for many people. It's very bioavailable, meaning you absorb that protein well, but it's just not my favorite because it can cause digestive issues, bloating, inflammation, etc. in a lot of people. And it's important to get a really high quality if you're getting whey protein. Uh, anyway, that said, a lot of the vegan proteins, while they can be great, I still use Vega protein and greens regularly if I am blending a smoothie with berries and veggies and other things like that. The texture of Vega protein and greens totally doesn't bother me. But if you're just blending protein powder and liquid, I use like unsweetened coconut milk or something like that and ice, then the Active Stacks is so much better. I will warn you, this is a beef protein, so it's not a vegetarian protein. Um, it is very bioavailable, very high quality. They do not use any kind of junky chemical preservative binders, things like that. It's sweetened with stevia, so 
All the ingredients are ones that I feel comfortable with. And again, it is the jam when it comes to the texture. So I will post a discount code for 10% off your Active Stacks order in the show notes. And I'll also post that link to my whole recipe for my nightly protein milkshake. It has all the toppings that you want, all the different twists and flavorings and combinations you can make all there in a blog post for you. So I'll post both of those in the show notes and I hope you check out Active Stacks Protein. Okay, it is time for the Veggies of the Matter, which is the main segment, the unscripted segment where I just riff on a topic that I feel is important and hopefully helpful to you. And today that topic is how to eat healthily at restaurants or when you're ordering in. And let's face it, given these crazy times that we have on our hands, a lot of us have been ordering more and more from takeout places, restaurants, etc. A lot of us have also been cooking at home more, so that's great. And if you know me, you honestly know that I do not order in from restaurants very often. I don't even go to restaurants very often, but good news for you, I have lots of clients who eat primarily at restaurants and are always looking for tips and tricks to uh, eat more healthily at restaurants. So I have a bunch of tips for you today. Before we get into the specific tips, I would like you to think about your mentality as it comes to restaurants. See, what gets us into trouble is a lot of people think, okay, I'm eating dinner at home. I'm going to try to be healthy but I'm eating at a restaurant, woohoo, anything goes, it's a restaurant, it's a special occasion. And if you truly are only eating at a restaurant once a month or whatever, very rarely, then yeah, I'm all about it. Enjoy yourself, loosen up if you if that makes you feel good mentally and physically, and don't worry about it. But if you honestly are eating two, three more meals per week from a restaurant or not from home, then all of those things really do add up. And you're fooling yourself if you think, woohoo, it's a restaurant, I don't do this very often, because you're actually doing it three or four times a week. And here, I'm including things like uh, grab the breakfast from Starbucks or drive through Panera or go to dinner with a friend or order in on Friday night. All of these things are incidences of eating at restaurants or ordering takeout. And that's what I'm talking about here today. If you are doing that more than a couple times a week, it really is time to make sure that what you're ordering is reaching your health goals. And this is not about deprivation. I am not about deprivation. I don't want you to feel deprived. I just want you to realize that if you're doing this multiple times per week and you're choosing foods that do not make you feel good physically, that, wow, that's a significant damper to how you feel on a daily, weekly basis. And I am all about you showing up as your best self, and that requires you to feel good physically most of the time. So choosing foods from a restaurant that actually make you feel good, that's not a deprivation. That's a gift to yourself. Now, let's talk about how to do this. I have two sets of guidelines to go through for you, the BDD rule and the MVP rule. The BDD rule is my favorite restaurant rule because it's not about saying what you can't have 
can't is a word that I don't really like. It's about instead choosing what's important to you. What is your priority for the night? Great. You get to enjoy that. Now, let's be real. When we cook at home, at least when I cook at home, I don't make a bread basket, a fried appetizer, a pasta dish, a main course, have drinks, have dessert, all of these things. That just doesn't happen in my own kitchen. But if you go to a restaurant, all of that kind of stuff does add up. It appears. The bread basket, the chip chip basket, they just appear, right? All of these things really add up in restaurants. And if we're not cognizant of them, it's like, oh, the chips are there. Great. I'm going to have some chips. Oh, it's a restaurant. So I'm going to order a drink. Oh, I love the pasta here. So I'm going to get that. Well, it must be a special occasion, even though it's a Tuesday random dinner. We're at a restaurant. I'm going to get dessert. All of that stuff adds up. And I like to categorize all that stuff that adds up as B, D, D, bread, drink, and dessert. And these are the things that we want to just be intentional about when we're ordering from or eating in a restaurant. Now, what I said is be intentional about. I did not say eliminate them altogether. Unless you have a severe medical condition, something like that, then I don't think you need to eliminate these altogether. I do think, though, that if we eat a lot of those all the time, they make us feel lethargic, sluggish, bloated, not reaching our health goals, etc. So what I intend or what I ask you to do is on a normal night, you know, random weeknight, dinner, ordering in, whatever, just choose one of those. On a special occasion, choose two. And on a super special occasion like your birthday or something like that, go ahead and choose three. Go for it. Now, you'll notice again that I said choose. I didn't say can't have the other ones. I said, what do you want to choose? What's important to you? What are you really looking forward to? So if it's a Friday night, you've had a long week and you have a healthy relationship with alcohol and you're really looking forward to that glass of wine, go for it. Do not feel guilty. The BDD rule is a great way to release that guilt. Just order the wine, enjoy it, but then you know, okay, that's my one for BDD. I'm going to choose to take a pass on the bread basket and take a pass on the dessert. And you'll notice here that all these things can add up. I say BDD, there are three choices, but let's say you have bread basket and you have bread on a sandwich and you have pasta. All of those things count as different Bs. So you really, on a normal night, you're choosing only one of those. The things that would categorize as B, bread, are bread basket, like I said, bread on a sandwich, anything breaded and fried, um, or anything that has been ground into a flour and baked. So this is like a muffin, a cookie, pasta, a pastry, something that has been ground into a flour and baked. That all categorizes under the B. D for drink is primarily alcohol, also soda, hot chocolate, frappuccino, anything aside from basically water, sparkling water, black coffee, tea, things like that. And then D for dessert, that one's pretty obvious. So you're going to want to choose one from the BDD on a normal night, choose two on a special occasion, choose three on a super special occasion. And 
Just remember, frame it to yourself that way. What can I choose so that you feel less deprived and you actually enjoy your choices? That's the important thing. Now, the second guideline is the MVP rule, just like in sports, most valuable player, except for restaurants, it stands for macronutrient, veggies, and portions. And macronutrient is a big, long word that we will cover in future episodes, uh, but I'm going to give you the briefest overview here today. And the point of the MVP or the M from MVP rule is to have some macronutrient balance in what you're eating. So a macronutrient is is a nutrient that we need a large quantity of uh, for optimal health. So the macronutrients are protein, fat, and carbohydrates. And none of these are bad. They're all great. Our body needs them all in moderation. Protein are things primarily like meats, eggs, dairy, beans, tofu, etc. Fat are things like avocados, nuts, seeds, olives, oils, etc. And then uh, carbohydrates, my favorite source of carbohydrates are vegetables. Many of you might not know that vegetables are almost all carbohydrates, but they are, and they're great carbohydrates. Fruits as well, whole grains like quinoa, etc., potatoes, all of those things are carbohydrates. And so ideally, at each meal, we are not skewed to one of those. We don't have pasta with bread, with broccoli, even though I love broccoli, um, and that's the whole meal because all of those are carbs. Or we don't have chicken and salmon and steak without anything else. Those are all protein. We don't have avocado and nuts and olives without anything else. Those are all fats. We have a little bit from each one. So thinking of something like um, chicken fajita bowl, where you have chicken and avocado and some veggies and you can have the rice or no rice either way. Um, that would have the protein from the chicken, the fat from the avocado and the carbohydrates from the veggies and, or the rice. That's a very macronutrient balanced meal. Now, if this blew your mind, don't worry about it. Like I said, we'll talk about macronutrients in future episodes, but if that is kind of a review to you, then that's part one of the MVP rule. Part two is veggies. I believe we can find a veggie at every single restaurant. In fact, there's only one restaurant in the whole United States that I have not been able to find a veggie. It's called the Whole Hog Cafe in Bentonville, Arkansas. And if you own the Whole Hog Cafe, I'm sorry. I uh, have frequented your restaurant many times when I was working in my old career, but uh I would like you to have some more veggies on the menu there. Every other restaurant, I mean, I am talking even McDonald's, not that I'm recommending that you uh, frequent McDonald's more than you need to, uh, but you can get a veggie there. You can get a veggie almost anywhere. Sometimes you have to be creative. If you're going to a Mexican restaurant, you might have to get a side of fajita, onions, and peppers, or whatever. If you're going to a burger joint, you might ask them to make a little salad with their lettuce, tomatoes, and pickles. Any place, though, you can find a veggie, and that's the V of MVP. 
And then finally, the P is portions. And here, again, we'll talk about portions in future episodes, but I don't need you to overanalyze it here. I just want you to gut check. We all know that if you go to a place like Cheesecake Factory or something like that, and you sit down and they put the plate in front of you, it looks like it could feed six people, and it probably could. That's a restaurant that the portions are too large. And then sometimes you go to a fancy restaurant, and it's like a teeny little thing on the plate. You think you expect, or they expect you to get full from that? It's kind of crazy. So I just need you to eyeball the portions and see before you start eating what you think an appropriate portion size will be and try to stick to that. Then once you finish that, if you're hungry, still hungry, okay, fine. Don't worry. Have some more, but just be intentional about those portions. That's the P of the MVP rule. So we have the BDD rule, bread, drink, dessert, choose one on a normal night or normal occasion, two on a special occasion, three on a super special occasion, then the MVP rule, macronutrient, veggies, and portions. Going back to the beginning though, the most important thing here is that you have your best interest at heart as you're making your decisions. You don't throw in the towel and say, oh, it's a restaurant, I can't eat healthily, so I'll just have whatever. You keep your head on your shoulders just like you would at any other uh, occasion, whether you're eating at home or somewhere else, and you make the decisions that are best served for how you want to feel. Health is a gift, and you are giving yourself this gift by choosing strategically at restaurants. I hope that helped. And as a little bonus for you, I have created an opt-in free giveaway, basically. Free giveaway for anyone who uh, needs a little help applying the BDD rule and the MVP rule. And what this is, is 25 of the most common restaurants. I asked you on Instagram what restaurants you wanted to see, and I took your 25 most popular places, and I have created lion's share approved orders from each of those restaurants. So this is available completely free to you. If you go to the link in my bio and sign up there, you will get it emailed to you immediately. So go to that link in my bio. It will say uh, healthy restaurant guide. Click on that link, put in your email, click submit, and you will get that restaurant guide emailed to you ASAP. So what I'll ask for you is if you download that restaurant guide, or even if you don't, if you just apply the BDD rule and the MVP rule, next time you order in from a restaurant or eat at a restaurant, take a picture of your meal, tag me so I can celebrate you, and I can give you feedback too. I would love to see how you apply the BDD rule and the MVP rule. Here's to eating healthily, even at restaurants. I'm sliding in here with a quick bonus segment to tell you all about my brand new group coaching program called Color Up. Color Up is designed to help you reach your nutrition goals in a way that's completely customized to you. Because let's be honest, we've all had enough of those frustrating one-size-fits-all diet plans, am I right? I think it's time to get you the results that you crave by eating the foods you actually want on your schedule. And I want to help you make health positive, fun, and personalized through Color Up. 
I've done over 7,000 hours of one-to-one nutrition consulting, and in all that time, I've never seen two people with identical goals, metabolisms, food preferences, lifestyles, you name it. I really think nutrition is so individual, and there's no one magic fit or no one-size-fits-all magic meal plan. So that's why I designed Color Up. It's the solution to ensure that you reach your goals in your way without a boring meal plan of food you don't even enjoy, without restriction, deprivation, calorie counting, frustration. When you join, you're going to tell me your specific goals and I'll create a custom color guide just for you. So you'll learn how my pinks, greens, blues, yellows, and purples uh, translate into your nutrition goals. This is all about counting your macronutrients, which a lot of people do, uh, without actually having to count calories, without having to weigh anything, just by learning about these foods and arranging them in a way that is completely customized to you. So it's going to be really fun. You don't have to do it alone. For four weeks, you'll be part of the most supportive, engaging community. We have a private chat forum. You'll have uh, live group coaching calls. You'll have check-ins. You'll have all the support you need to make sure this is a positive and fun experience. So if this sounds like it would be the right fit for you, you've got to sign up soon. Signups end on September 30th, 2020, and the program starts on October 5th. I'd love to have you, and the link will be in the show notes. It is now time for some listener Q&A, and we have two questions from the audience today and every day. If you want your question answered, stay tuned to my Instagram at the lion's share, and I will always ask over there for questions that you want to be answered on the podcast, and I'm happy to give you a shout out, whatever it is that you want me to say here or wish you well, I can do that as well. Uh, today's first question comes from Kelly. Kelly says, I've been wanting to get back on the exercise bandwagon, but I don't have much time with kids at home and trying to work from home. Yes, that is a handful for sure. She says, what is the best bang for my buck? So the answer, quick answer, Kelly is whatever you'll do consistently consistently. I don't believe there is one perfect exercise for everyone. It's whatever you will do consistently. Consistently. That's a hard word for me to say today. Whatever you enjoy, whatever you can stick to, that is the best exercise for you. Now, if you want a little more specifics, honestly, it depends on your goals here. If you want to get strong, then definitely strength training with heavy weights is going to be most helpful for you to build that strength. Secondarily, strength training with body weight is also great. Things like push-ups, squats, lunges, sit-ups, etc., that's great. If you are looking for fat burning, then my favorite form of exercise is HIT, high intensity interval training. And this is where you go kind of all out. You really, really push yourself for 30 seconds, 40 seconds, maybe a minute, followed by a short rest interval. So maybe 20 seconds, 10 seconds, something like that. There are a variety of forms of HIT, but it's on and off, on and off for the duration of the work 
workout. And studies show that when we do this, varying intensity, super intense for a little while, rest or low intensity for a little while, the overall caloric burn and the metabolic impact is higher. So even though it feels like, hey, I'm just standing here for 20 seconds, uh, you're really, really pushing hard on the on intervals. And so that makes the fat burn a better uh, bang for your buck for the time. So if you want to get strong strength training, if you want to burn fat, hit training, high intensity interval training, I'm going to go back to strength training because I think if your overall goal is just like a nice lean look, strength training is probably the best because it builds that muscle, which then helps you burn fat at rest. So I used to be a cardio junkie. I kind of love cardio. My ego loves cardio. I like the stress relieving benefits of cardio, but for body composition, strength training is certainly the best. And then if your goal with exercise is mental health, stress management, relaxation, things like that, yoga, walking, those are probably the best exercises. If your goal is injury prevention, something like swimming, walking, all of those low intensity, steady state interval or not interval, low intensity, steady state exercises are going to be great for uh, just your overall health, wellness, mental health, etc. Dancing also, if you're someone who likes dancing, go for it. Just move in any way. There's no perfect form of exercise, but hopefully Kelly, that helps. Second question from Ariel. I chose this question because she probably knows I love reading. And this question was very hard for me to think about. She says, if you could only pick two books related to nutrition, which would you pick? Ah, oh, what a hard question, Ariel. Um, I thought long and hard and I picked two, although it was very hard. The first one is Food, What the Heck Should I Eat? by Dr. Mark Hyman, which I love. And well, I love both of these. And the second one is Genius Foods by Max Lugavere. So I will post links to both of these books and my 2020 reading list. If you want to go a step further and check out all the books that I recommend this year for health, personal development, business, etc., I'll post that blog post in the show notes. Thank you for your questions. We are sadly coming to the end of yet another episode, and it's time for a call to action. So I have two steps for you this week. The first step is to think of a restaurant you regularly order from, somewhere you've been been to or ordered from at least a couple times and mentally adjust your order. Think about what you usually get or what you got last time and mentally adjust that order to follow the BDD rule and the MVP rule. Once you do this now, then next time you go to order from there, you'll know instinctively, oh yes, this is what I can order to make myself feel even better. That's step one. Step two is next time you order from that restaurant, follow those rules, order the thing you uh, intended to order and tap Tag me on social media at the Lion Share on Instagram uh, or the Lion Share Wellness on Facebook, just so I can cheer you on. I can offer feedback. I'm always giving little tips, tricks, giveaways, sending prizes, things like that to people who tag me. I will be happy to reshare it. So let me know that you applied the BDD rule and the MVP rule, and I will cheer you on. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode. I hope you have the happiest, the healthiest rest of your day, and I will see you next week for episode three.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.